back after what seems like forever. We haven't talked to you guys since last year. That's how long it's been. Yeah, new year, new season, new podcast episode. It's good to be back, though. I missed uh, I missed our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and I miss I miss you, Austin. Oh, I missed you too, Saran. It's been it's been way too long. And that's the one thing that's great about this podcast is we get to talk as bros. You know what I mean? This is. It brings us together, so I'm glad we're getting this back on track and, and we get rolling again. Yeah, and we promised before on the last episode of the podcast that I would give my review of Michelle's season. Oh, I guess we should talk about who she picked. Yeah. And so really, we're, we're covering three episodes in this one podcast. Yeah, because we have <laughs> the last two episodes of Clayton's season and then the finale of Michelle's, which she chooses Nate, mm-hmm. which is not a surprise to neither you or me. Mm-mm. But what was a surprise was Brandon making it yeah. to the final tip. Yeah. And I'll say as well, so <laughs> I think after we talked and we knew Joe and Nate were going to be the final two, at least that's what we thought, and Brandy kind of snuck in. Even in the final two, before like the, the last episode or second last episode, like there's no reason why Brandon should be in here. And then the finale hit when they met um, Michelle's parents, and Nate got his ass kicked. I'll say it. Brandon just owned the show. I fell in love with Brandon. Twitter fell in love with him. Like, this guy is legit. Like, he should probably win this. And Michelle wants to be happy. If she wants a safe choice and someone that's going to treat her right, it's going to be Brandon. And Nate really fumbled the bag. Dude, the parents didn't like him as much. The parents loved, loved Brandon. And I, he should have won. I think Brandon should have won, but he didn't. I feel bad for the kid. And even the After the Rose show as well, it was kind of – it was tough to see, but – I know, I mean, what, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, I I think I've said this last season, but, like, Brandon came out of nowhere, and it's – I just didn't see it in him. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you that he kind of, like, took over the finale. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think uh, maybe she made the right choice. I don't know. I mean, they did get a down payment for a house, so. Right. We'll see. I mean, only only time will tell. It is still very early in their relationship. And I think one thing that kind of scared her parents and what kind of spooked me a little bit as well is he didn't seem to have a plan for life afterward, after the show. And I think when he was talking to her mom, he was like, what do you guys, what's your plan? He's like, yeah, we're going to. I was, he said something like, we're going to see the world together, we're going to do this. It's like, okay, that's like a very bachelor-type, like bachelorette-type answer and like life they've lived so far in terms of knowing each other, traveling around the country with the show. But once the real world hits, like what's the plan? And that's usually where those relationships that end up coming out of the show, they fall apart. It's not like paradise anymore. It's, it's just... It's the nitty gritty of life in a real relationship. I think time will tell if Nate was 
was the right person. And I mean, you kind of had a gut feeling that she was going to pick Nick because she just looked at him differently. And I don't know. I think the sense of, I don't know, the. I think Nate just always intrigued her because there's mystery and he wasn't goo goo gaga over Michelle like Brandon was. And I think girls don't like, like at least from what I've seen, girls would rather pick the guy who's into her but not like all over her than a guy like Brandon who's just too easy almost. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, and do you remember what Nate does for a living? No. I can't remember what he did for a living. Was it? He wasn't the firefighter, was he? No way. I looked up Nate Bastaret, and the first thing that popped up was job. He looks like he's a sales executive. So I don't know what that means. But that could mean anything. That could mean, mean anything. Absolutely. So, with Michelle's season in the books, I promised I would give my rating for my first ever season of The Bachelorette. And I'm going to do this out of five. I'm going to give this a three out of five. Gotcha. I I think it's it's a good rating, I'd say. Yeah, there wasn't, I don't feel like, there, there wasn't too much. It's just, and we'll get into it with Clayton's season, because yeah. two episodes in, and this season, if I had to rate it right now, it would be a four out of five. Yeah. It's just, it's... It's very different. <laughs> and I think it just, <laughs> um... I don't know, and we said this too in the beginning of the show season, just it was good, it just felt just bland almost. And I don't know, there's something missing and like, you kinda of hit the nail on the head. Like I think this season you can tell there's gonna be a lot of kind of shit that pops up and I think that's why I do enjoy the bachelor a little bit better, because the girls really get into the like the drama with each other a lot and there's a lot of like trash talking and it's just I, I think there's a lot more potential to be chaotic, if you will. So it's, um, it's definitely gotten off to a hot start. Yeah, because Clayton, and the thing is, this season being good, in my eyes, has nothing to do with Clayton. Yeah. I feel like you can replace Clayton with a rock, and it'll still <laughs> be good. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So speaking of Clayton... We're back with a new season of The Bachelor. And I think the first thing I wrote down on my notes is The Bachelor slash Bachelorette, they don't need hosts. It really, I mean, it's, it's, so it, it's hard to... I get why you say that. I will say Chris Harrison's under a lot of heat, but he was... He was the show for like the X amount of years he hosted. Like he was the guy, and that's why the host I think in this show is so important because um, he was basically the icon for the show for so many years, and he killed it. He killed the job, um, and the host really doesn't do that much. But it's kind of that I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to explain 
because we're rather really don't do that much. They kind of control the show from an outside perspective, I guess. But um, Jesse Palmer, I'm a big fan, and I think at least the first two episodes, <laughs> I think he's doing a nice job. Um, obviously, you mentioned he was a former bachelor, but um, like I saw him over this weekend talking about. There, are we recording now? Okay, I think I see it. Okay. I think based on what I was saying in terms of hosts, I think um, Jesse's very comfortable in the role. Um, obviously, he works for ESPN now. I saw him this weekend working college football games, and um, he's a very good host, knows what he's doing, and obviously has experience with the show as well, which I think helps him a lot in terms of relating to Clayton, but also kind of moving the show along and um, just progressing the episodes with date cards and whatever they may be. Um, I will say as well, I think I mentioned this in the past. I'm just was not really a big fan of Caitlin or Tasha. I think I think Tasha wasn't bad, but I just Caitlin really bothered me. I just don't think she was good at a host. Um, and even back to Michelle's season the After the Rose show, like I thought she was just awkward and just there was a lot of dead air and it was just I wasn't really a big fan, but um you're right. I mean, I think now the value of a host is not as high just because you don't really need them, I think. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Jesse Palmer. Yeah, it's, it's not that I don't like the host. It's just because to me, they kind of blend into the background. I don't really I don't really notice them. Yeah. Which kind of makes me think they're not needed. Yeah. So I think the show can definitely be done without a host. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And I don't know if I got cut off before, but I think the, the, it was a little bit different when Chris Harrison was host as he was the face of the show. He was like the icon that was there year after year. And he was one of the best probably reality TV hosts they had. Um, but I think right, since they left, it's kind of there's no enormous purpose to have a, a host. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about everything that happened in episode one, but there are two things I want to cover, and that's <laughs> two women going home before the rose ceremony. Right. You have Sally, who was previously engaged, and I think she said her wedding date was supposed to be the day they were filming. Yeah. And I questioned when she when they said that she was previously engaged and like she had just gotten out of it. I questioned why she was even on the show. Yeah, I was just stupid. It was just. I mean, I'm, I mean, props to her, though, that she didn't stay. Um, I'm sure that was, a, like, a tough decision, but I think had she had stayed and she would have got a rose, and <laughs> I think that would have caused even more chaos within the house. And she got a rose before people even met Clayton. Um, but and she clearly just wasn't in a mental state to be open to a new relationship, and she probably shouldn't have gone out in the first place, but... Um, I guess props to her for at least sticking to it and, and backing up before any relationship could be built with Clayton. Yeah, because I do not give props to Clayton 
for trying to get her to stay. Yeah. Because if I was Clayton, I would have said, look, you need to go home. <laughs> like, you do not need to be doing this show right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it's honestly kind of a, a kind of a, if she would have stayed, it would have been like a red flag for me. Like, is she really like, I've, I've known her for five minutes. She's already crying on my couch about drama that she's dealing with. It's like, I don't even know you. And honestly, I think he handled it well, but I feel like he almost did too much. He offered her a rose. He was like, it was just, yeah. he almost seemed desperate. Like, buddy, there's 29 other girls coming in. Just take it easy. <laughs> let this one go. She's not ready. Like, it's okay. But it was, I had a lot of, I don't know, mixed feelings about the whole situation. And another woman to go home is Claire, who <laughs> who says she hates Clayton because of his. I think she kept repeating this "I love America" thing. She was just, she's. I don't know, man. It was <laughs> just. I think she was jealous that like he left her to talk to another girl, and she was just blamed it that there was no connection and she was just talk about like insecurities just like leading to hatefulness that's literally what it was and i think she took it personal that he stopped talking to her which is typically what happens in episode one anyway he's got to talk to 30 different girls like you only have x amount of time and i mean it's very like an immature like <laughs> reaction i think and i think she rightfully went home she, what cracked me up was what she said, like, ah, I beat his ass in cornhole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's so nice. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a nice guy. I, mean, I don't know. She was just, she's out of control. I would love to see the type of men she dates. <laughs> uh, that'd be scary. Yeah. And now... On to this week's episode. And I gotta say, they they brought the heat with the group debateness. It's already better than Michelle's guest that they had. Oh yeah. Unbelievable. I mean they brought Hillary Duff uh, right off of the bat. Mm-hmm. Dude, she was a uh, she was my first ever crush I've ever had, Hillary Duff. So it's uh, that brought back some memories for me. Yeah, and I kind of think I forgot who it was that said this, but when they brought her out and she said that, "Oh, you were my first concert," I had your picture on a <laughs> on a poster right. or whatever. Dude, I think that was Cassidy. Was it not? Was that her? Was it Cassidy? I think it was. I know she was blonde. And I think Cassie, yeah, there's, Cassie, that's Cassie another point. Blind. There's a lot of blondes, and I have the casting sheet up right now, scrolling through faces because honestly, a lot of the girls look the same. There's a lot of blondes that just kind of mesh together in my mind, and I can't tell one of them apart. So I'm currently just scrolling through, um, but I'm pretty sure it was Cassie because as we talked about last season a little bit, the the power of villains, we are already seeing. Oh yeah. The oh, development yeah. of multiple oh. villains, and Cassidy was that villain. She's the one that mentioned she went to the Hillary Duff concert, but also she's obviously the one who pulled Clayton away multiple times during that session. Um, and I guess before we dive into that, I think 
comparing to Michelle's season, you mentioned the group dates. I felt like that was that felt like a real group date in a sense, like of the old seasons where there was a lot of detail. Like it wasn't like a five minute clip. It was that was a lot of that was a a good chunk of the episode, right? Of that whole both group dates were yes, which is how it usually is, how it should be. Like there's so much detail and drama, like little things they could pick up make the show better and they're doing that again they did not do it in michelle's season which i complained about but i'm glad to see we're getting back into it and letting those really unfold to kind of i guess move along with that character development of a lot of these contestants yeah and i guess that brings me to i gotta say um (laughs) if you thought that i was like on the Jamie train last season. Mm-hmm. I am a hundred percent on the Cassidy train. I I, I love you. Are. Uh, I, I, love, <laughs> just, I love her, dude. Like she is the ultimate villain, and she really is. <laughs> I, I just, love it. And I, I hate to do this to you again, Saran, but just like Jamie, I don't think she has much time left. According to, I don't think so either. <laughs> but I just. You know, I just, I don't think she's going to win. Like, don't get me wrong, but. Yeah. I still, I still love her. Yeah. She played the like, role. If you're listening, Cassidy, if, if, if Clayton doesn't marry you, I will. Oh. Oh. We gotta. Because she, I don't know what it is. I think it's this whole, <laughs> like, I'm not here for the nonsense. I know what I want. That's Clayton, and I'm going to get it. Yeah, yeah, that is. I'll... Yeah, and she she kind of shot called the rose too in the group. She's like, Clayton's going to give me the rose because I told him I liked him a lot, and he told me he liked me too. So I'm going to get the rose. And the girls were like, No, no, no! And sure enough, Colton here's the rose, and they were just fuming. Yeah, and she she. I must congratulate her on basically turning that group date into a one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's... Yeah. Um, obviously, the girls did not like that, but, I mean... And it's easy to not like her, but, I mean, you do got to respect that. Like, she did. That's a good point. She turned it into a one-on-one date, essentially. And it went a long way for Clayton, obviously. <laughs> And and jumping from villains to, I don't want to get talk too early about clear favorites, but mm-hmm. or not even clear favorites, but just favorites in general. Um, Teddy, dude, yeah, she yeah. made out with him like hard in the first episode, mm-hmm. and which I think it was funny because she said. Before she said that, oh, I'm gonna, I can't. Did you say I can't wait to kiss him or something like that? Yeah, I think so. And she and she's the virgin. Yep. And I don't know if the producers are going to do this. I'm kind of surprised they haven't done it yet. Is lean into her being a virgin? Yeah. I don't know. I. I... Yeah, I, I do like Teddy a lot, though. And I think the two girls I really, really liked, it was Teddy, and it was also um, 
it was Susie. I like Susie a lot. Yeah. Those are the um, two those are the two I have down as like favorites are Teddy yeah. and Susie. I really yeah. like Susie. Yeah, I do too. And <laughs> I don't know, I mean they're both seem to really get along with Clayton. And I think there's strong connections there. And I think Susie getting the first well, Teddy getting the first rose and Susie getting the first one on one date is very talented to how he feels about them as well. Um and at least like we mentioned last season, getting the first rose, like last season, I think it was Nate, was it not that got the first rose? But like if you get a first rose, like it's almost like ninety percent of the time a clear cut to the final four. Like you're just like it somehow always works out that way where like there's always a good feeling and that good feeling can last you the entire season. So um gotta definitely put Teddy in that top um, top of the list for sure. I guess it is going to come down to because you know it's eventually, eventually going to come out that she's a virgin, right? I guess it comes down to how Clayton feels about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think in the very like one of the first scenes of season one, I did. I think she talked about that with her family that she said if she got to the fantasy suite, she would go with it. She's. I think. I mean, I could be wrong the way I interpreted, it, but it sounds like she was willing to drop the whole virginity thing if Colton was the right guy at the end of the show. So maybe she's like not too like I don't know if it's embarrassing or if it's just like waiting for the right guy type of thing. I guess I don't know what the thing is waiting for the right guy type of thing. Right. Which I guess if he's the right guy I think it's kind of what she was saying like she may go for it. So I don't know. Something to keep it on And it does seem like Clayton would care if she was a that she's a virgin i don't know i mean he seems he does seem like a great guy like a super understanding dude and i can't see it being a problem to be honest um but the producers might make it seem like he has a problem with it though oh yeah yeah and i think if that information gets in the wrong hands of certain girls in the house that could be a problem too in terms of just creating more drama. And it's just, I don't know, I think you want to keep a lot of personal things close to the chest in this show, especially around the other contestants because it, everyone's looking for an advantage and for a weapon to use against you. So um, I don't see it as a big deal personally, but some people, yeah. I don't know, they, they can take it differently. Yeah, for me, like if if I was Clayton or really just me in general, like I'll, if you're a virgin, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, too, like you're 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 searching for the right person, and at some point, yeah. like if she's if she's the right person, then really that shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't. So yeah, and I I feel like that information is going to get out. I feel like Clayton is going to find that out from another girl than Teddy herself. That's all I'm afraid of. That's what I, I, I think she deserves to tell him on her own time when she's ready to, when she's ready to share, when they get in that level of like conversation of getting to know each other. But it's like, it's like what I mentioned, man. Like if it gets in the wrong hands, like it just it hurts some people, I think. Yeah. And let's talk about the other 
villain of this show? Shanae. Now, I don't like Shanae. I will say that. (laughs) I don't like Shanae because I feel like she's trying to be like Cassidy. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. She doesn't have the charisma to be Cassidy. No, she doesn't have the confidence, and I think she just... She's just cringy. I think she's very cringy. Like when she danced, she did the nay nay. That was horrible. I had to turn away. Oh yeah, turned away when she did that. I was, so <laughs> yeah, that was very cringy. Yeah, that was not good. But, um, yeah, I think. I mean, it's just the show is just <laughs> like if you cause drama, if you're a villain, you're not gonna make it far. I don't know why people do this. I don't know why they cause drama why they get in fights with other contestants like it's just stupid it's just stupid it's so stupid and that I, I do give credit to Nate of last season too there was a lot of drama in the house and he almost I think got into a fight a little bit with one of the other guys but for the most part he was almost known last season for sitting on the outside of arguments and like making his facial reaction so what I mean just like watching them and like judging those that were fighting and just like if you stay out of it you'll be fine these girls and the guy that get in these heated arguments and bring it to the to the bachelor bachelorette like in this case bring it to clayton like you're dead meat like he does not want to hear that drama and just puts even if you're not involved it puts your name associated with drama and you just you just won't get a rose at the end of the day so she's stupid and she will go home very soon i hope <laughs> yeah um well it We'll get to yeah, we'll we'll get to the cliffhanger in a minute, but I wanna I wanna ask you, has there ever been like a mentor mentee like villains as Cassie and Shanae kinda are? That's a really good question. I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I mean I think Cassie is sidekicks if you will but this episode at least not the, not like this episode in the sense where I know Shanae was like saying like would Cassie would have done this like it was yeah. very it was very weird I think it was they were talking about when someone sat by Clayton at that group date she's like oh I should have sat there yeah, what? Cassie would have sat there it's like that's really weird like what are you <laughs> so I've not seen anything like that before that's for sure that girl was Elizabeth, who right. she I think that was the catalyst of her of her and Elizabeth of her yeah her and Elizabeth like getting into it. Right. right during the group date, they run an obstacle course, and Shanae pushes Elizabeth down. <laughs> and then afterwards. Shanae like tries to sabotage Elizabeth by calling her Two Faced. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's just messy, dude. It's just so messy. She attacks her, like mock, basically mocks her for having ADHD. Yeah, and that's where it got taken too far. <laughs> it was just like it was just bad. It was it was bad. It was a bad moment for Shanae. You know, it was just I don't know. It's gonna be tough to bounce back. Yeah, and 
getting into the cliffhanger, um, Clayton is told that this is, seems like a repeat of the the premiere of last season of The Bachelorette, where Clayton is told that Cassidy has been <coughs> hooking up with somebody before the show. Right. Right, and was just I don't know what that was that was weird for me because I don't I don't know why someone would just come out and say that to another contestant you know what I mean like why would Cassidy say that out loud exactly you know what I mean it was just I don't know I I don't want to say this but it's like it's almost like is she was she a planted bug in the show to like cause drama because she was one very outgoing came in to cause drama one to create chaos amongst the other girls. The group date, she was an absolute menace to the other girls, and they hate her, and she was cocky and um, took time away from Clayton, and now she openly told someone that you know, she even has a side a side fling going on. It's just like, like if, I'm not saying she is, but if, if she was someone planted by the producers, like this would be the perfect way to get her in for a few episodes and get her out quickly as well. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I don't know. It was just weird to me that that happened so quickly. Um, yeah, I mean, either like, way. Why, why would you say that? Like, because she had it. She pretty much had it in the bag for that episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She and already she, got her rose. Yeah. She was going to make it another week. Like, don't yeah. do anything to jeopardize that. Yeah. And how it's going to be the first time ever someone's going to have the rose taken away. Now that's the drama as well. Um, like as much as she was kind of getting under the skin of the other contestants, like she was right in the sense that Clayton really liked her. <laughs> he was like, like he had, I don't know, at least he felt there was a connection there. She was right about that. So um, I don't know. Now, now it's going to be gone in less than an episode. She's going to probably get her rose taken away. Jamie's at home, so I want to have a little respect. Yeah, and I was going to ask you actually: Has anybody ever gotten the roast taken away? No, I don't think so. I think Jesse Palmer too at the end. He's like, I don't think I've ever done this before. Take a roast away. So I don't. I mean, it might have happened, but I don't remember it happening. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't let him take a rose away. I mean, it's... Yeah. It creates yeah. a drama. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, uh... I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be really next week, sir. I guess I saw it. I guess... I don't think the next episode is, is until another two weeks. At least that's what yes. said, It's so. two weeks. I don't know what's going... What's happening next Monday where they can't show? Maybe it's the play... Well, uh... It's the it, playoffs. Oh, I'd be Monday Night Football playoffs. I think you're right. I think there might be uh, at least him and have that night for playoffs. But I was surprised they. I, I actually didn't think they were they were gonna air last night because of the college football championship. I think usually they move it yeah. to another week, but they kept it on. But I'm assuming if that's the case, they might have had they probably had to choose between college football or the NFL. Just kept a week on, and I think they probably chose right by skipping on the NFL week. It's probably the reason why the Bachelorette was on Tuesdays is because Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, 
but you're right for sure. Yeah, it looks like the Rams play the Cardinals on ABC and ESPN on Monday night. So that definitely explains it. Oh, they're taking their time slot? Yeah, 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm wondering, it's like, why two weeks? Why? Yeah. But I guess. They could have moved it to Tuesday after the game. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of weird. But, um, a little two-week break, which I guess fits into our schedule anyway, because we usually do that. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a well. It wasn't a normal thing until it became a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. A little, a little comfortable. <laughs> comfortable taking a week break every time. I don't taking a week break after filming a forty-minute episode. We just needed more time to rest, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that'll do it for this episode of the First Rose Podcast. I am Saran. You can follow me on Twitter at the White Brad Pitt. That's D A White Brad Pitt. You can follow Austin on Twitter at it is at T O W N S twenty two at Towns twenty two. Um, yeah, this was a this was a pretty good episode, and I want to shout out Saran as well. This wasn't. Talked about, but we uh, planned to record this podcast a half hour earlier than what we did, but had some technological issues. But Saran was on the case, and he uh, read a half hour plus. He uh, tried to find a better way to make it work, and we finally did. So shout out to the tech guy, Saran, as well, for finding us a platform to stream on. And there still might be some technical difficulties on this podcast. <laughs> One is stop recording on us in the middle of it. Yeah. And then two, there's just a slight little bit of static going on, but yeah. hopefully it's bearable. It was yeah. bearable for me. So hopefully it's bearable for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um you can follow the podcast on Twitter at the first rose pod. I haven't been live tweeting the bachelor because I've been my Mondays have been really busy. So you won't see any tweets from at least so far from this season. I don't even remember the last time I tweeted. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while, dude. But I feel like looking at my calendar now, um, yeah, I feel like Actually, are we? We're gonna be. Re- I think the plan. Are we gonna be recording on Tuesdays again? Is that the plan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'll be I'll be working the next couple Mondays, three straight Mondays actually. Um, so we could go back to the original schedule of Tuesdays and um, kind of knock it out. So. Live tweeting will still be up to you if you're available. I will be there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I might be free again because I think when the episode is off next week, so that's the 17th, they'll be back on the 24th. I should be able to tweet again then. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sounds good. 
Looking forward to it. Yep, I do too. But I kind of do. I kind of do enjoy watching The Bachelor on, you know, the day after. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a little easier. Yeah, and plus, I watch it while I'm at work. I can do other things, but yeah, still pay attention to the episode. It's a good for the past time, that's for sure. I'm usually doing something else when I watch it as well, so um, it's an easy show to watch and get stuff done. So we will see you guys. Well, not when I see you, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll be able to hear our voices again. There we go. In just two short weeks. <laughs> <laughs>